Blog Talk Radio. then that can only mean one thing, that you are on live on the greatest neo-soul show on the web, powered by XWL.com. I'm the one and only Q-Man, and along with my partner T-Mitch, we are going to deliver to you 60 minutes of neo-soulgasm. I made it, T-Mitch. What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm almost had a heart attack. Cause once again, it looked like you were going to leave me to open the show and not tell people how smooth my voice is. <laughs> I got you, man. It's, it's Wednesday. I love Soul Wednesday. We have a great show lined up for everybody, and we have a lot of things that we want to touch on and address. Really, really having a, a good night. How about you? Why don't you let everybody know why we almost missed you again? Um, I, I had a basketball game that ran a little late unexpectedly. That's all. So I told you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that him attempting to still be the Black Mamba is destroying this partnership over here on the Neil Soul Show. Talking about his game went to overtime. <laughs> hey man, I made it. Luckily, you made it. If I had to start the show without you, I was gonna say very, very unkind things about you. And um, I know you were. Yeah, I was probably gonna open with this tweet that you got on Twitter. Um, someone that you know said that it's time for you to change your avatar. You look a little pedophilish. Ooh. And you know, I was gonna wait until after the show to tell you that, but mm, that those, sounds like the yacht. No, that was not the mighty yacht, it was a female. What? Yeah, yeah, shout out to my, my sister Amber. Oh. Yeah, it was life then. So, how's everything going besides, you know, your your overtime game? That must have been sponsored by the NBA. <laughs> hey man, other than that, everything is good. I'm in a good mood. I feel good. Hey man, life is good right now. The dirty circle is at the editors, being edited. All of you wonderful people that can't wait to read one of the greatest stories ever written, you will be able to pre-order starting this weekend. Isn't that exciting? Very, good news. very, very, 
very good news. Very exciting. Why don't you let everybody know that you said that you're thinking about possibly returning to social media? I am considering reactivating my Facebook page, yes. It's big news, ladies and gentlemen. The Q-Man is returning to Facebook. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to do that. Because he's a lot better at that than Twitter. I am, actually. Now, that's true. Looking forward to that. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Everything is good with me. Uh, my last four classes, and then I will be finished with my requirements for a bachelor's degree at Rutgers University. Ah. And then and what I'm is that degree to, in? Ah, it's a bachelor's of science and criminal justice. Very nice. Yes, I appreciate that. So, um, that's um, that's pretty much everything that's going on with me. You know, planning to do a little celebration and probably get a stamp in the passport after I graduate and um, move on to bigger checks and um, you know, bigger things that involve the Neil Soul Show that you know you and I need to discuss. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> sounds about, good. Enough about me, and you. Um, well, before we go any further, I just want to let you know that Anaya is listening. So if you have anything that you want to say to Anaya, go, you, go ahead and do that. Hey, Anaya, I haven't seen you since you were very tiny. And, he, and now she's, parents, now she's, he refuses to send me a picture. I can, I've been asking him for one for about a year now. He just won't send well, me one. I don't know why. Well, she was, um, she was she's very excited to hear that. And uh, I guess we'll get that picture to you. Uh-huh. Tell her how long I've been asking, Terrence. Tell her how long I've been asking. He's been asking for a while. Nice. Yeah, right. for a while. <laughs> okay, so shout out to last week's guest on the Neo Soul Show. We had an amazing time last week. For those of you that may have missed the show, Anselm Douglas, the original writer of the soundtrack smash hit by the Bahamian Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> He was, I guess, on the Neo Soul Show last week. He put out a Neo Soul album entitled Project A.D. We had an interesting and intriguing conversation and interview with Anselm last week because Anselm was on a Carabana party boat during the interview. So <laughs> it was very interesting talking to him and um it was a great experience. He reached out to us after the show, too. Thanked us, you know, personally. Said he had a great time. And it was very exciting when we posted the link to the show. So, um, it may not be the last time we've heard from him. I'm sure it won't be. He he was a very interesting guy. And For like I said least. last week, yeah, like I said last week, big shout out to Q. Because I was so thrown by everything that was going on <laughs> when I heard the soca music in the background and everything that went into getting Anselm on the line. It was um it was it was a lot. And you took over the interview and really held me down, held us down and they even though it was a shouting match at times, we got the interview done. <laughs> and um that's why it's a partnership. I keep explaining to people, they're like, you know, if Q calls in late, you know, you've done radio before, you can do the show. I try to explain to them, mm-hmm. like, when you have chemistry like we have, it's mm-hmm. so hard not having that other voice there. It's hard not knowing that, you know, my thoughts about the end. Is it okay if I stop? 
and like take a breath because I know he's gonna jump in because we've been doing this long enough. But when you're not right. there, it's, it's it's bad when you're not there. I'm talking. It is a strange feeling when you're talking to just the air. That is true. Kind of like the interview with Anselm. Like it's like you were talking to the music. He didn't really hear you. We had to repeat our questions two, three times. Well, that's because he was partying. Yeah, I imagine what the botchery went on while we were trying to have this like professional, soulful interview. <laughs> but that was last week. Check out any of our archive shows. You can go to blogtalkradio.com slash X2TL. You can check the Q-Man and myself out on iTunes. The Neil Soul Show has a podcast on iTunes. Just search the Neil Soul Show, powered by XTL. And take a listen to all of our previous shows. You know we've done 76 shows, too. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding at all. Somebody said, we have to do something big for 100. We should be rich, then. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight's guest. Shout out to Joni. Narita. Joni is on the line. She's holding. And you know, Q, we like that. Very excited when the artists call in early. Do they like to is hear it? Just... Go ahead. You, you seem excited. Go ahead. Is it just her or is it her and Chachi? <laughs> I'm about to ask her, like, how, how, how often has she heard that over the years? Because it was the first thing that I thought of, but I wasn't going to be cheesy like you and say, you know, Joni or Chachi. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. But now that you have and she's holding, I hope she giggled. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about with Joni tonight. Joni is another soul artist from our good friends to the north, Canada. So I'm hoping she's not. I'm hoping she's not on a Carabana boat <laughs> right now. But we're gonna talk to Joni about her albums. Um, definitely her most recent one, The Bare Truth. We have some music mm-hmm. we're gonna play, we're gonna get into, and we're gonna we're gonna have a really really good time talking to Joni and really getting into music. And um, she she reached out to me and let me know that you know she recently performed over the weekend at a, at a concert. Oh, yeah? She was really excited about that, so I thought that we would definitely talk about it on air. Oh okay. But before we get into that, we have. We have to, there's a lot of things going on in the news that I need to get Q-Man's reaction Uh-oh. on. Yeah, before we touch on that one, I know you know I'm going to touch on as I look at my watch with my Dallas Cowboys star in it. Oh, God. First things first, um, thoughts. Alex Rodriguez suspended the entire 2014 season, but is still playing now. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I could care less about this whole performance-enhancing drug stuff. I really could. I mean, they're suspending players for doing it fine, but I don't know. To me, it's just not that big a deal. I don't see why it's such a big, major thing. I mean, yeah, it makes them a little bigger, a little stronger, whatever the case is. So what? But in the next 10 years, 20 years everyone's going to have some sort of enhancement. I mean, what difference does it really make? They're crucifying this guy like he's the poster boy for it. He's not. Believe me, there's more than half of that league is doing that stuff. So you don't subscribe to the belief like many other people do that it's the 
influence that athletes have on children that is calling for this this big outcry and this stand up against performance enhancing drugs because we don't want the children sticking needles in their arms. Mm, but but they are. The high schoolers yeah, are doing yeah. it. So then doesn't that mean that there should be because believe it or not, I um I agree with you. I kinda think that this should just be something that's that's just taken care of. It should be something that's just dealt with. I don't think it should have the media hype and I don't think that yeah. it should be be dragged out like it's been this man confessed a few years ago and was suspended. I'm not really I'm not even really sure why we're still talking about him. In this, mm-hmm. in this in this thing, so I'm not a Yankee mm-hmm. fan, but I definitely wanted your opinion. I thought it was just weird that if it was such a big deal, why is he allowed to play now? And you're gonna see yeah. him later, where everybody else got suspended this season. Mm-hmm. So you know they talk about deals getting made and people not wanting to pay thirty-four million dollars. Like they don't know where to put thirty-four million dollars. The Neil Social is always welcoming sponsorship <laughs> you know the Q-Man will play nice third base I'll, I'll play I'll I'll, play, I'll I'll back clean up hey man I'm sure I'd give it a shot cause I tell you, you what can, you can give us a cool million and keep the other 33 sure could A-Rod you know maybe it's me but he uses PEDs but this guy sucks yeah, yeah. Well, you know, performance enhancement drugs don't do anything for being 38. Well, unless you bury bonds. Yeah, I don't think he was using anything. I just think his head was really that big. Are you crazy? No, I, I really, I really do think that his head was just that large. When you get the chance, Google a picture of him in the early nineties. Yes, and then Google a picture of him right before he stopped playing. Oh, we'll that do doesn't that. happen. Yeah, you'll you'll see Moving the difference. On. Moving on, real quick. Thoughts on Johnny Football? Possibly sign some autographs. Receive seven thousand five hundred dollars. Got another NCAA infraction. I can't What's stand this guy. I can't stand this guy because he has gone through life doing whatever he wants because he feels that he's entitled to because he comes from one of them hoity-toity families. So he thumbs, his, he thumbs his nose at the NCAA. He knows he's not supposed to do it, but he doesn't care. He does whatever he wants. So I hope they suspend him. I'm tired of him and his Twitter account. He's a big mouth. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I stopped, I stopped following him on Monday. Good, good job. Yeah, can't do it. Yeah. So, we got those two things out of the way. Before I begin, before I get into that guy, um, I read a story recently that 30% of New York students are performing, they're underperforming in English. Now, as a self-published author, I wanted to know your thoughts on that. It's, it's upsetting, and it's very surprising because English is one of the more fun and easy subjects. I mean, I, I don't understand. English is reading and understanding. It's not like looking at a board full of letters and numbers trying to figure out and solve for X. So I, I really don't get why that's such a struggle. But you know what? You have a lot more foreign students. You, you know, you have a lot of parents that 
speak minimal English, so maybe that plays a factor into those numbers. Okay. I agree completely. I just really wanted to add some substance to our conversation. <laughs> Tell the entire world how, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan and an African-American man, how are you handling Riley Cooper's use of the N-word? If I was an Eagle... I would have probably kicked his behind and then moved on and kept going. Because you know what? One thing that we need to realize as a people, whether we want to or not, most white people say it when you're not around. Just, it's, it's no need to even, I mean, yeah, it's horrible that he said it, but believe me, when he's in his house, he says it much more frequently, and a lot of them do. So, yeah, is it messed up that he said it? Yeah. Is it his first time saying it? No. And is he a racist? Believe it or not, no. His best friend okay. on the team is Jeremy Macklin, a black guy. Is it unacceptable? Sure it is, but they do it. And you know why they do it? They do it because of, and I hope I offend some of my people. They do it because of these idiot black guys that sit around and use it when they're talking to each other like it's some term of endearment. And if school was the way it used to be, and if you had to sit down and watch Roots like I did in school and hear those white slave owners say it over and over again, you would never use that word. And I tell you what, T. Mitch has been around me for years. He's never heard that word come out of my mouth because I don't want to. Ever because it's ridiculous. It's not a term of endearment. So that's that. The root of the problem is that we as a people use it like it's some some cool term of endearment. It's not. It's a right. It's a, a horrible, degrading word that goes back a very long time. And if anybody had any sense, they wouldn't use it. So funny don't get mad at Riley is that um, not only is it you know supposedly used as a term of endearment but the, the word is still used as a negative it may not be used in the you know the sense that the harshness of the the actual word is used but this, mm-hmm. this quote-unquote term of endearment even when it's spelled and said with an a is not always used as a term of endearment so right. i find that right. most interesting i agree with you 100 percent um, you know, at first you kind of feel like, oh man, you said that to a camera, like on national television. Wow, what balls! But yeah, you, you probably says it all the time. No one ever just mm-hmm. decides when someone else is listening that for the first time in my life I'm going to utter the word that I should never say out loud. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with you. I also agree with. I think maybe it's the paternity of being an NFL player. If I was on the team, I probably shoot them a couple of glances and we'd have to go have a talk somewhere but I don't know if I would be like the other guys that were on television like yeah he's still our brother and he's still okay I don't know if you'd want to interview me for a couple of days afterwards but right. I, I agree it's something that I've always said I think we put so much power and attention in the word we've confused ourselves into thinking that we've actually done away with it and done away with the damage that it's caused. We're so desensitized that we allow our own people and our own culture, quote unquote, our music to use the word. So I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear I wanted to hear if you were gonna be an equal fan or if you were gonna be the kill man. I just wanted to see. <laughs> 
about that time. <laughs> we have a lot of shout out to everybody that's listening. I wish Joni could see what I see. The switchboard is alive with callers, people in the chat room. We actually just got a couple followers on Twitter. You follow us on Twitter, follow the, the show and everything that's going on at the Neo Soul Show. You can follow Joni at Joni Nairita. At J O N I N E H R I T A. And it's music time, like we just tweeted. So, so I'm right with the Q Man. We get to a couple yeah, of songs okay. off, the, off the album. That sounds good. Yeah. Now, can we name Happy Days characters throughout the show? You can only when Joni comes on. Find a way to introduce a Happy Days character into your questions. So I can't just say Pinky Tuscadero. I have to wait. I mean, you just did. Okay, I'll wait. Okay. So we're going to get to music. <laughs> off of her latest project, The Bear Truth, three songs. We're playing all three, Joni. Private Party, Are You Ready, and Trouble. Again, he's off The Bear Truth from tonight's guest, Joni Nairita, and this is The Neo Soul Show.
too. Tell me, tell me you caught that at the end there, too. Oh, yeah, I like that, man. <laughs> so tell all of the, the young listeners that probably aren't going to get that. I'm a young listener. That's why I asked you to tell all the other young listeners. Help them, help them figure out where they know that from. Wait, you you said at the end of the phone. Yeah. Shoot, you lost me. Nah, nah, nah. Gonna have a good time. Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. (laughs) Oh, I I didn't realize no one would would know that that was Fat Albert. Sometimes you gotta let people know things that they already know. No, good point. It's like we're gonna bring Joni on the line and we're gonna tell her that we love the songs, we love the music, she has a great voice and a great sound. Now, it's not like she doesn't know that already. Good point. Yeah. It, it it is very smooth, man. So you ready to ready to do what we do? Yeah, man, let's do this. I sent all the tweets, updated to Facebook, everything, even your Twitter. You you, you ready? Everybody's listening and waiting. I make sure you're ready. <laughs> of course I'm ready. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on the Neil Soul Show. We are proud to present the soulful and inspiring and overall talented Joni Nerita. Yeah, these days are ah, happy days. <laughs> that was not the plan, Joni. That was not the plan to bring you in like that. I like it. I like it. What's up, Joni? Not much. <laughs> you guys Do you get teased a lot? <laughs> well, you know, I'd be lying if I said you were the first. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've been hearing that for a long time. A long mm. time. Mm-mm. It's a nice name, though. Thank you. It really is. Thank you. My friends don't usually call me uh, Joni, but uh, JoJo or Joe. Only Joni when they're mad at me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's cool. I like it too. So how's, it, how's everything going tonight? Good, man. Just finished demoing a new song. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of like, you have a very smooth sound. And we like Thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he normally. Wait, he how did normally, you guys find me anyway? Well, what's that? I'm I'm raising my hand here. I I do a little <laughs> little little research from time to time, and I I go out mm-hmm. and really hit you know hashtags and and see what's on iTunes and what's on CD Baby, and I actually was referred to you by a friend that um I frequent the Brooklyn Academy of Music with, and I don't tell the Q-Man, so if you didn't ask this question, you would have never known. And <laughs> they said, you have to check out this um, this female singer out of Canada, um, you know, Joni, and they couldn't think of the rest of your name. It's like, I just know it's Joni, and you're not going to find so many Jonis in Canada, so just go Google Joni, and you'll, you'll, you'll find it. And that's how I found you. Nice. Wow. So I'm word of mouth. Yes. <laughs> great. That is great. 
Well, I'm glad that I did. We're we're gonna ask you some questions. Now right. I ask normal questions. <laughs> T Mitch on the other hand asks annoying questions. I I just want you to be prepared for that because he can't okay. help it. Like what kind of what kind of right? what kind of feline do they string your guitar with? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I get a normal question first? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So go for it, T-Bitch. I'm going to let you start. Try to start slow this time instead of jumping right into taxes and, Okay. you know. Well, well, contrary to what you just heard, the first question is never really a question. Um, just tell us a little bit about Joni, Mirita. Um, all right. Well, as you know, I'm a Canadian soul jazz artist. Um, you guys didn't really hear that today, but I also do a lot of jazz. have a, a jazz band as well as an R&B band. Um, singer-songwriter, aspiring producer. Sometimes I do some musical theater, too, which is pretty fun. Yeah, so just chasing the dream. <laughs> nice. This is normally where Q-Man jumps in with the first normal question of the interview. Yes, I will ask a normal question. Now, you are in Canada. I didn't know that there was a big neo-soul... I don't even know what the word is, but I didn't know there was a big neo-soul thing going on in Canada. So, well, how, I mean, I guess big is a relative term. If you if you compare us to you, then <laughs> it would probably be pretty small. But for for the size of our country, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely have um, in Toronto and Montreal at least some some soul R and B uh, lovers and uh, music makers, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then okay. the urban thing too, you know. I guess it's I guess it's a lot more urban now. Now that I think about it, you know, it's it's sort of um, fusing together with lots of different styles. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely in the like early 2000s, late 90, uh, 90s, there was a, a really big scene for that, which was great. Okay, so tell me, well, tell us about your musical influences growing up. Right. Um. Well, you know. The big ones are probably really obvious for a lot of people. <laughs> I listened to a lot of Michael Jackson, not just Thriller, but, you know, the whole catalog um, from when he was in the Jackson 5 and when they dropped the 5 and they were the Jacksons, um, mm-hmm. obviously, Off the Wall and Thriller and on. Um, so Michael Jackson was a huge, huge influence. I guess Motown was in general, like Diana Ross and the mm-hmm. Dream, um, Temptations, all that stuff. My mom definitely played a lot of Motown when I was growing up so that was a pretty big influence and then mm-hmm. as I started getting into uh, getting a little bit older getting into jazz I went to jazz school so that definitely opened up my ears in a in a bigger way checking out the greats Ella and Nina Simone who I love <laughs> uh, Sarah Vaughn you know just like checking out the, the jazz stuff as well, which has been, um, it really helped change my writing. Just having uh, more interesting chord changes and that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, I I 
So the first album, Fine Time, mm-hmm. got very positive reviews, and I know at least that that was the first thing that was said to me. Well, whenever I brought your name up, you know, to the inner circle of independent soul artists and soul fans, and now we have the bare truth. How do you feel that you've grown as an artist and as a singer-songwriter from the debut album to your sophomore album? Hmm. Well, I feel like with the bare truth, um, I had more, like I I ended up getting some government grants uh, money to help finish off the process. So I feel like I was able to, not so much that my mighty, my writing style changed, but I was able to, like, explore um, different textures than I had previously been able to afford, like having horns. I, I had never uh, been able to afford to get some horn players and stuff. Um, and just having more players in general um, outside of my immediate band. So, yeah, I... I I don't know that I would say so much that my writing style had changed that much from those two albums, but definitely um, experimenting with different textures and, and, like I said, having the budget to be able to express that a little bit more, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned different textures. When when did it, did it hit you, or was it always something that you intended to do to, to try to blend the different soul the, the funk sounds, the jazz, you hear a little pop in your music. Was that something that you intended or was it something you kind of just stumbled on one day in the studio and just said, I think that's the sound? I think, I mean, I guess it's it's pretty deliberate in that I'm trying to fuse the things that I love most about music. So people, sometimes I get flat for admitting that I like pop music, but I'm like, Pop music is what makes you sing a song. <laughs> it makes you remember the melody and it makes it stick right. in your head, right? So it's right. not to say that I, I need to repeat like uh, 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 I up in the club. You know what I mean? <laughs> that aside, but if it's not melodic, no one's going to remember it, including not me. So you know, having a little bit of a pop element um, is important to me. Then the changes, especially having like a keyboard player who can uh, just you know, touch on the jazz, make it jazzy, but not full-on jazz. And uh, I just love, like, funk stuff, Parliament and Prince, um, yeah, band and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I tend to not go too far with it on my recordings, a little bit more uh, when we're playing live. But, yeah, I guess it was a deliberate sort of mashup of, of the things that moved me the most, you know? Yeah, you, man, is a big Prince fan, too. Smart man. You think it's his new band? You know, there's a Canadian uh, guitar player with him right now, eh? Oh, really? Yeah. Her name's Donna Grantis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty cool. Big up, Donna. So, (laughs) interesting. how, How hard is it for you? being a neo-soul artist in Canada. How, sorry? How How difficult is it being a neo-soul artist in Canada? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, it's definitely not the right country. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to say I don't love my country, but you know, it's not really our thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it can be it can be a little tricky sometimes. Um, thank God for jazz. They happen to like jazz quite a bit, and for the most part. Um, these days, anyway, I've been playing a lot with my jazz band, um, so that kind of helps cushion things while I pursue my neo soul project at Princeton uh, <laughs> Underground. But yeah, it's it, for sure. It's a, it's a little bit difficult, and if I look at the sales, like on iTunes or CD Baby and stuff, there's definitely um, uh, more sales and interest coming from Europe and the states even japan than there is right here at home partially leave that's numbers i guess it's a, it's a pretty small country like there's not that many people in it even though it's big but then also culturally we just don't come from that same like uh blues tradition uh, gospel tradition that you guys come from you know okay mm-hmm. i like that yeah. answer yeah yeah we've been trying to get to canada but you know, T. Mitch can't leave the country for the child support, so it gets kind of tricky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he God. does that from time to time. You just puts my business. I just puts my business out there. My fault, man. <laughs> God, I'm gonna. I'm I gonna just, just. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Um, I'm not good with house arrest and other <laughs> issues. <laughs> So, Joni, you reached out to me and, um, you know, you let me know that you recently, well, you performed this past weekend at um, the Blue Skies Music Festival. How was that? Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was, uh, hmm, talking about, like, so how's the Neo Soul thing for you? So, it was a folk festival. Um, so, not exactly, uh, I was sort of a fish out of water, sort of. You know, they're very welcoming, and thankfully they like my songwriting, which is why I was there in the first place. But um, I was definitely um, the anomaly. But in a way, it kind of works to your advantage because there's nothing else happening that sounds quite like you at that kind of thing, you know, when everything is um, more rootsy and and folk and stuff. But, yeah, it was fun. (laughs) We were camping. That was kind of a trip because it was... um, raining and I don't know the summer just hasn't been that great this year so it was a little bit chilly at night so I got to um get all Canadiana (laughs) (laughs) sleep inside two sleeping bags with two pairs of socks and my hat (laughs) no it was fun though it was really it was a good time that sounds like Um, fun especially considering all of the heat we've had you guys have yes. a lot of heat this year? Yeah. Lucky, send it over. No, I mean, it was like Africa a week ago. <laughs> nice. We didn't have that here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah we had, we had three yeah, different heat we, waves. Yes, we really? did. It was, we had Africa heat. It was saggy breasts on every corner. <laughs> oh, no. Out of control. <laughs> you don't want that kind of heat. <laughs> I don't know. After the winter we had, I was really hoping for a hotter summer. Now, it's pretty wild down there, isn't it? Why? From what I remember. Yeah, like the streets and people no. just partying and out and wilding. No? 
No. Oh. <laughs> Maybe during festival season, like caravan or something like that. But in general, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be the first word that I would use. Personal. I guess it depends on the city. Montreal can be um, pretty cool. It's a French city. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a little bit more of that European influence, just, you know, love life, get out and think again, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> where Toronto is a little bit more, I don't know, okay, trying and personally, you know, they're not like trying to um, jump up out of their seat and really whoop and holler the way that Montrealers will. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool. Okay. Well, question that I like to ask all of the guests. I see that you have an upcoming event on Saturday, and it's a private event. So I'm not going to ask you anything about the private event. But what, since we don't know where it's going to be at the private event, tell us a little <laughs> bit about Joni's performances. Whether you're 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 singing by yourself or you're with the band, describe a performance for us. Um, they are pretty varied. Like I said, I have a jazz jazz quintet, so that's uh, bass, drums, keys, uh, bass, and saxophone myself. So that is um. That, that's a fun show, you know. We really get on well um, as friends and as musicians. We're always trying to push each other to the next level. So, um, yeah, it's it's a nice chemistry, easy to watch. We used to do a lot more just straight up standards, and lately we've been um, morphing into more of a contemporary jazz sound. Um, you know, fusing a little bit of soul with jazz. So that's um, pretty high energy. Fun stuff, and I've got um, man, I have so many. You've got to do it all to be able to make a living. <laughs> it's the truth, right? Uh-huh. So someone right. says, <laughs> if someone says, can you perform solo? You say yes. Someone says, we need a duo. You say yes. So another thing that I do a lot with my boyfriend, who's a drummer, um, he plays this little instrument called a cajon, which is um, basically a box, a wooden box, and you mic it up so it sounds kind of like a kick and a snare. And so I'll be on keys playing left-hand bass, and he'll be on cajon. Um, so that, we do quite a bit just because it's nice to, you can make more money if there's less of you. <laughs> um, and people really like the novelty of the box, you know what I mean? It just looks cool. He, he's mm-hmm. got like shakers in his socks, and he's kind of like a showman in him. <laughs> like a showman in himself, so it's like an extra... <laughs> you know, just like eye candy uh, on top of uh, on top of the music, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, so it's varied. It's a very varied. <laughs> that's great. That is great. I bet that that must be nice to have a mate that's into music and you're into music. It is. It is. It definitely. Mm-hmm. Is. I don't know um, at this point how I would make it work with someone who uh, wasn't doing what I'm doing because it's just a crazy schedule, you know? You have right, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> you've got to get comfortable with not knowing and, and sort of just going with the flow, you know? Um, see, Mitch, you kind of skated around. You didn't want to get into the private event. Do you want me to ask? Do you want me to pry? No, but I feel like uh, some things should be left private. It's private for a reason. 
Well, you brought it up. You sounded like you were salivating to know. If you want me to ask, you know. You know I was, but I figured I would be professional this time and use it as a lead-in to make Tony feel more comfortable about telling us about her performance style. Chief Mitch, then you just have to make it sound professional. As long as you make it sound professional, it doesn't sound like you're crying. Joni, um, you have a private event coming up, and private can mean so many things. What can you tell us, if anything, about this private event and what it may entail? Well, it will entail my five-piece funk band. It will uh, be out in the country. It's a wedding. It's a wedding. It's a private event because it's a wedding. It's up in, um, yeah, like on the lake. It'll be pretty. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. Um, yes, yeah, so we're just doing like funk soul stuff all night. Um, I'll be singing and playing keys, and there'll be another singer as well that I work with sometimes named Rufus. So um, it's always fun to have another vocalist so you can do more, you know. Tiny that sounds and great. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, it'll be fun. We got to change his name, though. Hey, Rufus. <laughs> I'm not going to pay to see Rufus. <laughs> Rufus John. Wow. <laughs> see, T. Mitch, all you have to do is ask when you want to know something. Man. This is my young apprentice. I'm I'm working on him, though. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not a prior. Other things that, that, that I like to get into. Like, leave private things private. But I'm glad hinting you at I'm, it. Glad you, I'm glad you got back in. Yeah, you hinting at it is the same as prime. You just don't realize that. Uh, very <laughs> much anyway, aware. It did, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. You you threw the ball and I hit it. I get it. Well, we so, know the tag team. <laughs> so it's tell red. everyone where they can find your music and where they can yep. find you. Uh, they can find me at JoniNarita.com. They can find me on iTunes, CD Baby, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook. What else is there? Reverb Nation. All, all, all the same name, Joni Narita. I don't uh, do different. You know, sometimes artists make it confusing because they have like one account that's named one thing. Anyway, for me, it's all the same. Joni Narita, K-O-N-I-N-E-H-R-I-T-A. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. So you all heard it. Check her out. She's not performing at Arnold's. I couldn't resist. (laughs) (laughs) You. (laughs) We appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. You have survived an interview with Human and Teamish. Well, I appreciate you guys, um, Finding me and reaching out, really appreciate it. It's always nice to have um, interest from the good old USMA. So thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. It. Well, you let us know if you ever make it to the states. We would love to see you do your thing. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. We have a new um, CD coming out soon, so definitely keep you posted on that. Oh, look forward right. to it. I'm starting to learn this Twitter thing, so I'm going to follow you. Right. <laughs> Uh, I know so many things. <laughs> no, I'm a dinosaur, but I'm I'm figuring these things out. I'm on it. T. Mitch, anything right. else for Joni? I 
it was it's a pleasure talking to her. We will definitely be in contact. Not be the last the last time she's heard from us. Sounds good. Well, Joni, you take care, and we'll be talking to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Good night. Take care. Good night. Joni was fantastic, Pete Mitch. Yeah, man. You know, I do what I do, man. You know, one. when we get to Canada, we're going to have people now to look up. We can look up the Baja guy. Well, listen, you're mm-hmm. going to look up Anselm, and I'll <laughs> I'll contact Joni. <laughs> I'm not. You two hit it off perfectly. Why are you going to contact Joni? She already told you that Chachi's in the band. And you, you That's know. fine. That's fine. I like good music. I'm not trying to be on the boat, Caribbean. I don't swim. I feel like that wasn't just for Caravan. I kind of feel like Anselm is out like that. Letting the dog go. Yeah. Yeah, he probably is. So, so we got two minutes left in the show. Um, I want to say hey to Barry, the ox. I haven't talked to him in a while. You know, he's got copper hair now. He has a mohawk and he died in copper. We need... I'm not going to say it on air. Yeah, he looks like a copper top. It's it's time to take him for a ride, T-Mitch, okay? Okay, okay. And we've been talking about it for a while. It's it's time to do it. That's why things like that happen. (laughs) Let's take care of business real quick. Next week on the Neo Soul Show, I'm super excited. (laughs) Tess Henley is going to be our guest. Uh, We're going to be playing music from her latest album, High Heels and Sneakers. I'm a big, big fan of Tess Henley, so definitely tune in next week. Again, check us out on iTunes. Check us out on iTunes, the Neil Soul Show. Listen to the archive shows. This episode will be up tomorrow. I made a, I made a mistake when I posted um, on Twitter last week. Q-Man pointed it out to me. But um, Circle of Sisters, Q-Man, and T-Mitch will be in the building with the rest of the XDL family on October, not August, October 19th and 20th. And that's what I got, Kim. There you go. We'll be there in effect. My new book, The Dirty Circle, will be in the building. And it is good. Next week, I am going to read you the brief synopsis of what The Dirty Circle's about. Pure excitement, T-Mitch. I'm excited. <laughs> I am. I'm excited, man. I said all the good things about you as a writer last week. I'm excited. But this is an exciting time. And for my Atlanta people, get ready. I'll be there in September for the largest party in the country. Old school Saturday. Yeah. Make sure you take pictures. Remember, you like a pedophile. Of course. I got to get my whole Geechee act on. Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You just got to keep saying Wow. And on that note. <laughs> it's all over. Oh, stay, be, be prepared for... Another relaunch of XTL.com, the website. I, I got right. wind of that. They're, they're going to be updating the website again, and Q and myself will be giving our input as well so that we can, yep. you know, we all see the things that we, we really want to see on the website so the website can be as best physically, visually, and, and audioly. That's not a word, but it's flowing. <laughs> So look for that probably around early October, a, a relaunch of the XTL.com website. So there you have it. 
Bird, T. Mitch, and myself. Thanks to Joni for coming on. Another great show. We will be back next week when we will try to do better. For everyone at the XWL family, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. We're out of here. Good night, everybody.